0: Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are all having a fantastic Friday today, another fantastic day in the wild world in the United States and the entire globe. We're here to bring you guys the continual updates on health research and news topics, and we couldn't do it without you. So I appreciate all the support of Health Masters and on our shows supporting our company, Health Masters, which provides the highest quality supplements you can pretty much find. This is why I've told you guys on a regular basis, if there's any questions you have about supplements, nutrients, you know, dieting, give us a call, email us, we're here to help you out the best we possibly can, and always continually giving you guys the truth every single day. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the one and only EyeSight Formula. This is probably one of the best formulas on the market. When it comes to healthy ocular function, you can test it, compare it, contrast it to every other product on the market that's for eyes, and you'll see that the nutrient density and what we put in this product is very specific at very high quality dose, and at also the same time, we put relevant dosages in it. You know, I've told you guys before, continually look at a lot of the nutrients that you see when you're looking at other brands or comparing other brands, and look at how they're putting the products in there, what nutrients, how they're breaking it out. Every single product we have, you can look this up like on the iSite, we break down the ingredient, and exactly where it's from, and essentially the exact milligram dosage. We don't hide behind proprietary blends. We don't hide behind all these giant blend packages and superfood packages that a lot of these companies do where they put this stuff in there, and they have 5,000 milligrams. They say, we got quercetin, and we got lutein, and we got taurine, and cysteine, and then you sit there and try to get a straight answer on actually how much milligram dosage is, and how clinically relevant the dosages are, and Nobody can answer. You can call the company if you can actually get the company on the phone, <laughs> email them, and they won't tell you because it's their proprietary blend. We don't have to have a proprietary blend because we're showing you exactly what we got, and it works. So continue to ask questions and get the truth out there. And, again, if you guys got any questions about anything, feel free to give us a call at healthmasters.com. Also, too, one of the first things that I've seen now there's an article that was talking about here and it was going into detail on essentially the aspects of what's going on a little bit further with the home visiting programs along with the child protection service agencies. This is something that's very strange because you guys know obviously there are some people out there that are not necessarily good parents or good, you know, adopted parents, or good they're just, they they do not need to be parents. And you know, the CPS Child Protective Services was put in place allegedly. To protect a lot of these kids from bad people the problem is this entire agency in some cases has been used to go in now and push certain agendas and this is exactly what i've been talking about and warning people this is why it's be very cautious on a certain people you talk to about certain things that talked about it yesterday and i've talked about it before you know you got close friends family people you can be open with absolutely But also be cautious if you're out in public or talking to certain people about maybe saying certain things or certain topics, especially if you have kids with you. The Maternal, Infant, and Early Childhood Home Visiting Program, that's the M-I-E-C-H-V from CPS, is a new program document that says abuse need not be overt and can look like denying a children the right to play, dress, and act as they would like. As verbatim from this new document program here, the federally funded home visiting program service providers are designed to watch for signs of abuse against, and I quote, gender diverse children. Now, this is the first time they've updated this program to actually include this. They, they cite that parents who deny their children the right to essentially dress up, and they state, and I quote, "Denying a child the right to play, dress, and act as they would may be abuse." This program is intended to combat abuse and neglect while promoting positive parenting, school readiness among pregnant people and families. It's funny how they put it, "pregnant people." I just that 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 one really just got me when I read that earlier. Pregnant people? No, you mean. Pregnant women. And for young children are at risk for poor maternal and child health outcomes, according to the website. And it goes on to state here that families categorizing essentially a child to stay away from gender expression that does not correspond with his or her biological sex as. Abuse. This is crazy. The document the Parental Acceptance of Gender Expression in Young Children, tells home visitors it is important for them to recognize and address the abuse and neglect that may result either directly or indirectly from rejection of a child's gender expression. Gender-diverse children are frequently the targets of violence or harm, it says in the document, by other children, caregivers, or family members. Abuse need not be overt. It explains it can look like denying a child the right to play, dress, and act as they would like home visiting at its core is dedicated to building strong parent-child bonds. Yeah, okay, in families, acceptance of gender expression is key to forging and maintaining these bonds. And I'll post this article on the website. You guys can look at this. This is creepy, guys. This is downright creepy. When you start having agencies like Child Protective Services now deeming what they claim is abuse for children that are allegedly expressing themselves and cross-dressing because essentially what they're being taught in school, what they're being exposed to on YouTube, what they're seeing in movies, films, and music videos, and basically CPS is now saying that it could be categorized as abuse if you don't allow your children to engage in this behavior. This is a very, very nasty, disgusting, slippery slope that will only escalate in more confusion and more perversion in the younger generation if you actually start having these agencies like CPS come in and take children based on this solely alone. Now, again, I don't know how they're going to enforce this. I don't know what they're going to do with this, but the very fact they're putting this material in a document and basically publishing it on their website, that right there is a big giant red flag that things are starting to get very, very weird with this agenda that they're starting to push. We already know the envelope and the lime continues to be pushed every year with perversion, especially when it comes engaging and exposing the children. This is something that Jesus talked about very clearly in the Bible, there was no no question, there was no argument, there was no discussion, there was no rebuttal. He made it very clear, you go after children, you hurt these children, you do anything to these children, you'd be better off to have a millstone tied around your neck in the deepest part of the ocean. I've talked to you guys about before, that analogy is very, very brutal. I'm a certified scuba diver, so is dad. When you start understanding decompression tables, what happens when you go down you free dive or you're running tanks, there is no question about it. If you had a millstone, which is a giant weight, extremely heavy, it can be hundreds of pounds, and you drop that, it is going to suck you down to the bottom of the ocean so insanely fast. You're not going to die immediately. The compression is going to absolutely butcher you. It'd be horrific death and that's why the analogy was used from Jesus stating this is how bad it would be. You would be better off to die that way than you would hurt these children meaning it's going to be far far worse than that type of excruciating painful death with all of your organs compressing at such a rapid pace while you feel every inch of it and you suffocate. It would be better off you do that than touch these children. So again, my friends, this isn't something to compromise on. This isn't something to go tiptoes around the tulips and pretend this isn't happening, pretend we're just going to go along to get along. This is a directed war against our young children, and this is why I've repeatedly told everyone, continue to keep raising the little Americans. Talk to your children about certain things. Discuss things. If you see them doing a certain thing, talk to them about it you do what you need to do as a parent i'm not telling you how to be a parent that is not my place what i am saying is this we have a direct war going on against these children right now and the very fact you have cps putting out material information stating that denying a child to write the play and dress and act as they would can be documented as abuse this is a slippery slope my friends and this is why we bring you this information every single day you do what you want You handle it how you want, again, not telling you what to do, but I'm giving you the information, I'm putting it on the table, you do it as you need, and I want to get everybody updated on that this morning because clearly this line is not stopping. What we've seen in public school system, what we've seen now with the gender ideology they're promoting all the way down to kindergarten and preschool, what they're promoting in the movies, Nickelodeon, YouTube, all these things right now, it's not an accident it's not a whoopsie coincidence. We're just happy to talk about this stuff, and it's directed towards five-year-olds. This is a war for the hearts and souls of our young children. So stay strong, my friends. Keep up the faith continue to get the truth out there. How are you doing, Dad?
1: And what do you think about this wild stuff this morning? Well, it's, it's a troubling story, Austin. I, it really is. I mean, I, I mean, I don't like any of this stuff. It, it bothers me. It's I, bad. So do I. No, you know, yesterday I was I, I caught up, by the way, on the Ask Dr. Ted B at Yahoo.com. I've got everybody emailed back now on that email address for me personally. It does come to me personally, by the way, and I answer them all. Unless you're just sending me a link that you want me to look at without a comment, I won't bother with that because I, I may or may not look at the link depending on how long it is. If you're asking me to watch a six-hour video, chances are I'm not going to do that. If you can give me a synopsis on the six-hour video, I may consider looking at part of it, but I simply don't have time to do that. But I had one young gentleman call me up the other day. or He actually, texted, he actually emailed me. And I answered his email last night. And it was very interesting to me. He listens to the show. He's been to the show for years, and he sent me a heartfelt message and said that he doesn't know basically how to be an alpha male because he's never had an example of what it is to be an alpha male. And you're thinking, well, what does that have to do with any of this? Okay, so just give me a second to, to cover this with you. What he's saying is this. He's never had a father figure or a grandfather figure or a mentor figure to teach him how to be a man how to be a real man, how to act like a man, walk like a man, talk like a man, dress like a man, think like a man. He's never had that. And he asked me if I would consider doing a class on that. Honestly, he got to the point he asked me if I could have a job and come down here and work for Health Masters so he could learn from me at Austin on how to act like men. And I thought myself, wow, that's very humbling to me that he would ask me a question like that, that he would see me as that type of example. And I thank him for that because I try my best to be that guy. But the sad part about it is, and this is the sad part, is that, you know, that group of people out there that are going to lead these young men and teach them how to be real men doesn't exist. That's why I covered the other day. I talked about some dating stuff. And every time I mentioned dating on this show, you guys send me all these emails that you want to hear more about all this. And to me, it's kind of like a yuck to have to deal with it. But apparently everybody's dealing with it from a dating standpoint. and You're asking me more and more questions. And I've actually thought about doing a different show and just talk about the dating part of this. Well, I could do that too, but it won't be part of this show. So let me know if you're interested in that. But the sad part about it is is that, you know, where do we draw the line as far as how much involvement do we get? Let me give you a couple examples. Now, let's go back to the CPS thing here real quick. I've got a friend of mine who basically is very successful. He's got several children, and he had an ex-employee call up CPS on him because the guy basically got fired. And in order to try to damage the employer, he called CPS up on the children and made up a lie that so-and-so had abused so-and-so. No, no, proof whatsoever. CPS showed up at my friend's house, and my friend's very successful. And CPS is sitting there threatening him, saying that they're going to do a full investigation. And finally, my friend said, "Look, this is ridiculous. I've been out of the country with my kids. We've been on a trip because this has never happened. This is all a lie." And he goes, "You know," the, and the guy from CPS says, "Well, just you know, you need to realize that children of privilege are often abused." Whoa! And my friend looked at him and said, "Now I'm calling the attorney." The attorney was on the phone within 30 seconds, and the CPS guy was gone within 45 seconds. That was it, and the case was dropped. But here's the point. If CPS shows up at your house because some bogus person has called some bogus claimant on you, don't engage in a conversation with them. You may have to show them that the children are safe and then ask them to leave and tell them you need an attorney present. I'm letting you have some good advice here that's really, really important. You don't engage with giving them information. While this person was there, the CPS person was talking to my friend. He gave my friend a stack of papers to sign, which my friend signed none of them. He's a very, very astute business guy and wanted him to give him full IRS disclosure for the past five years to determine if he could be – if these children – if he could take – he could actually afford to have these kids. And my friend's very successful. He lives in a beautiful home. I mean all of this stuff, this intrusion into his life because somebody dropped a bogus dime on him. This stuff happens to everybody. I know so many people that have had CPS called on them. And now the CPS wants to go in now and tell you that you have to let your child cross-dress and be a little girl or a little boy because they heard it in kindergarten or preschool uh, and not give you the opportunity to be an alpha male and show your little boy how he's supposed to dress. I mean, all kids, all little kids, you know, don't realize what's going on. They're in an alpha – they're in a theta brainwave state. They're in a very, very susceptible phase of their life in which they believe anything because they don't have a filter. So if you have a little child, a little boy who comes home who's five years old and says, my kindergarten teacher told me that I could dress like a little girl, and I could be a little girl if I want to, your responsibility as an alpha male is to say, no, that's not true. Your kindergarten teacher is lying to you. It's not true. God made us male and female. That's it. You're a little boy. Little boys don't wear dresses. Little boys don't wear makeup, and little boys don't paint their fingernails. Period. It doesn't happen. It's never going to happen and will never happen in my household. Do you understand? And the little boy will say, yes, daddy, I understand. That's it. Why would you possibly encourage the little five year old now to start dressing like a little girl? Why would you do that? And the problem is, if you're not an alpha male and you haven't been trained as an alpha male and you're woke and you don't know what to do because you were lied to. Also, when you were in school, you know, you're going to be confused as to how to handle that situation. Let me say it this way. Children don't come with an owner's manual. And one more thing, too. If you're thinking about having children, it is not an 18-year commitment. It is a lifetime commitment. Your adult children will come to you and talk to you about certain things, and you've got to have their back. Whether they're right or they're wrong, you've got to be there and have them be able to listen to you, and you have to do your best not to try to pass judgment on them. You just try to have to help them to get through certain situations. It's the same thing with a long marriage. There's a certain point in a marriage, you know, when a woman goes through menopause or a man goes through menopause or whatever, that the marriage suddenly becomes frustrating or becomes it becomes a situation where you have to deal with issues. Now, here's how I look at this, and I've mentioned this to you before. I'm going to mention it to you again because it makes it easier to deal with it this way. If you're married for 20 years and your wife suddenly goes into the menopause, and every year, if you gave her a grade or you gave the marriage a grade or you gave us, we, the marriage, the couple, husband and wife, you gave us a grade, period, to yourself and to your spouse, and every single year for 19 years, you got an A-plus on the marriage. Well, then you throw in an F for the menopausal year, and now all of a sudden, you still got an A-average. It's just how it works. And so that's how you have to see it. You can't base the decision on on a marriage or on a life or on anything, or even a friendship on the last time you met that person, because they may have had a really bad day. They may say something they don't mean. They may do something they shouldn't do. They may act a certain way they shouldn't act. But at that point in time, you've got to realize that you've got to excuse that behavior. Now, if that continues into the next year, into the next year, into the next year, and it goes over and over again, and it starts turning into an F, 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 and the average goes way down, then you have to reconsider whether or not you want to associate with that individual or not any longer. So always remember that don't base the relationship on the last time you spoke to someone because they could have had a bad day. That includes marriages and friendships period. Now, as far as the alpha male thing that I was talking about, yes, it's important that men lead their families. It's what God told us to do this morning. I've got a good friend of mine, and she has a friend who's single, and we were talking, and my, and the single person who I, who I don't really know, I met her once, she's a preacher. She basically has a little six-year-old son and no husband to lead the son as far as an example of being a dad. Now, I'm going to step on a few toes here, so don't get mad. Don't get mad, just, just listen to me for a second. And I told my friend, I said, she really needs to be in a relationship or some type of mentorship program in which the son is going to have a strong leader as an alpha male to teach him how to be a man. Now, this happened to me when I was young. My parents got divorced when I was five. And By the time I was about 10 years old, I'm seeking for a male role model. And I find a guy who's a chemist at the Phosphate Mines, got his bachelor's degree in chemistry from Florida Southern College. His name was Howard. And I latched on to Howard as an alpha male. He was an alpha, had a great personality, and I used him as a mentor to teach me the ropes of how to talk to girls and act like a guy and walk like a guy. It goes on and on and on. You think, well, is it that important? Yes, it's that important. Now, Howard was not a godly man, so that's a problem. But the problem we have, too, is that a lot of Christian men who are godly really aren't alphas. They're betas. And they've basically learned how to submit to everything and everyone, including their wives. And they don't step out into a leadership role and say, well, no, we shouldn't do this. We should do it this way. Now, I'm not saying that we should be a misogynistic pig. I hate that, too. I can't stand that. What I'm saying is that sometimes someone has to step up and make a decision, and sometimes the house husband and the wife are not going to agree on that decision. At that point in time, if the husband has proven himself repeatedly that he makes good decisions, I personally believe, and I know this is how Sharon and I did it, she would say, okay, let's do it your way. We're not getting into a fight about this. You make good decisions all the time. Anyhow, we're going to go with what you think, and we probably did that. A few dozen times in all the years we were married in which I would say, no, we have to do it this way. And it came a lot of times with real estate investment or houses or or remodeling a house or whatever. It was always stuff that really, you know, was more of a thing that I would take care of anyhow. If it came to like decorating and decor and all that as far as what color is the carpet going to be or what color is the tile going to be or what color the wall is going to be, I deferred it. I said, whatever you want, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Those are not those are non-issues. Then that's how we got along. And let me give you let me give you another example. Uh, you know, a lot of times we got a, I've got a house here and sometimes the kids be brats and I tell them to go run 50 laps around the house. Well, 50 laps, is a lot of laps, that's several miles. And uh, in a chair would come up to me and say, I don't think that's a, that, that's not a reasonable. Uh, that's not a reasonable you know, punishment. And I would say, OK, what do you think it is? She says, well, five laps is enough. And she goes, I would like to do an alpha female override on this. And you guys are all laughing now this really happens. Okay. We do this. We did this all the time. And she is really, yeah. And she would, and what I would do is 99.99% of the time when she said, I want to do an alpha female override, cause she's the alpha. Sharon was not a beta. She was an alpha and 99.99% of the time, when she'd come up to me and say, I need to do an alpha female override on this. That she'd say this to me when the children aren't around, they're outside running laps, And my response to her was, if you feel you need to do that, go ahead. And she would walk outside and she would say to the kids, I'm doing an alpha female override, run five laps. Dad's approved us. That was it. And the kids would come back in. I always gave her that respect and that honor because as a marriage and a marriage – what? honestly, stop for a second. What difference does it make if they ran 50 laps or five laps? Quite frankly, 50 laps would have been too much anyhow. And I just got – you get mad. You go, okay, go, go run 50 laps. I've had it, you little brats. Okay? And then she goes, no, 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 Ted. You got to calm it back down. Five laps is enough that's the reciprocity that I've talked about in relationships. I give you 100%, you give me 100%. We work together in this. That's the biggest problem that I found now in the dating world. I'm going to mention this for a second because you guys have asked me to. Is the lack of reciprocity. You know, you can't find 5 minutes to do a video chat in a 2-week period to verify who you are. How are you going to find five hours to go on a date or two hours to go on a date or an hour to go meet for coffee. If you can't find five, five minutes, there's no reciprocity. And I've seen that. And because I was spoiled with Sharon with hundred percent reciprocity, both directions, 99.99% of the time, you get used to that type of behavioral pattern and that type of relationship. That's what you run into in the dating world now because of cultural Marxism. And because of the women out there that are basically, <laughs> Butch dyke, lesbian, witches, weirdos, wackos who want to date men, who want to just torment men or whatever you want to call it, and the guys who are betas who refuse to lead and be led by the Holy Spirit and do a godly life and pray with the girls they are dating or pray with their wives or pray with their fiancés. It's a weird world we live in now that's gotten unbelievably messed up because the roles that we were given by God Almighty have been changed. Now, I'm not not saying that you should be misogynistic and be a pig and say, you're going to do it my way or it's the highway. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't act like that. But learn to give and take like you're supposed to in a marriage relationship. It's, it's, just, it's part of who we are as Christians. They will know that you are my disciples because you love one another. And when you walk in love and you have that type of relationship, it makes all the difference in the world. But that's why it's so frustrating. I, it was so good. I'm going to mention this again. Years ago, when I was still married to Sharon before she passed away, I would have people contact me and say – how in the world can you find somebody like Sharon, or how can you have a great marriage like you guys have? What do you have to do? And my response is, oh well, here's what you would do. The, that, the advice I gave back then is is wrong. I'm just letting you know that because I've now tried to apply that advice in the last you know couple of years since Sharon's passed away. She died back in 2022, and, and what and I, what I've learned is this. A lot of things have changed because of the way it's changed in our school systems and the way it's been changed as far as our environment and the way it's been changed as far as what people watch on TV and what has really messed up everything is the fact that everybody's gotten addicted to Facebook. Or, you know, or Instagram, and everybody's posted all of these stories about all of these great looking women, all these great looking guys, and these husbands and wives are going, well, it'd be easy enough to go out now and just replace my husband. It'd be easy enough to swipe left or swipe right, replace my my girlfriend. And so what happens, we've turned into a disposable society where nobody wants to work through an issue or work through a problem. You just swipe left, swipe right, you're done, and you've got somebody else who can go out with you the following week. It's weird how this works, and the problem is it creates tremendous instability in. And then we have things like Star Wars and Disney's and all the rest of the stuff showing these movies to us to destroy us. Here's an article. Disney blunders into a 2024 PR disaster with a man-hating Star Wars director. This is from Breitbart. We're only the four days into the new year because God loves us. The Disney grooming syndicate, and he's being facetious here, is already dealing with crippling public relations disaster. Already Disney is really from the hideous Rachel Zegler's big mouth. Her name and breathtakingly arrogant comments about her upcoming Snow White remake forced Disney to push the movie's release ahead a full year in the hope that we'll all forget how hideous and arrogant its star proved to be. Already, Disney is dealing with a 2023 disastrous year at the box office, not only filled with box office flops, but the kinds of flops that will kill franchises to ever, forever. And now, if Disney held out any hope of launching the 2024 with a fresh start, director Charmin Obi-Shinoy has not only... I'm going to change this word, pooped all over that. She's even caused more damage to Disney's faltering Star Wars franchise, the franchise that cannot afford to take another hit. Thanks to the talentless, DEI-obsessed Kathleen Kelly and the chief of Lucasfilms, who was supposed to be a surefire money-making Star Wars machine that delivered two chapters a year like Disney's Marvel, is also in trouble. Star Wars hasn't released a feature film in over four years. Instead, Star Wars has been reduced to a series of terrible streaming series on Disney and has service losing billions. The reason for this is achingly clear. Instead of focusing – now, listen to me. This is, I'm, I brought this article up with what I just talked about. Instead of focusing on a masculine vowel – and listen to me. When I, say, when I say to you, listen to me, it's not because I'm trying to be mean. It's not because I'm trying to be arrogant. It's because I'm trying to stop you for a second and make you realize I'm fixing to change a topic, and what I'm about to say is really important. I'm not trying to be mean or pushy when I say that. I'm just saying, hey, look, listen to me right now. I'm fixing to read something you need to hear. Because what happens, you'll you'll fade out. I'll be talking about this topic, and you'll think about what you got to do for lunch. I'll be talking about this topic, and you'll be thinking about, well, the fight I had with my girlfriend yesterday or the fight I had with my husband yesterday. You'll be listening to this topic. And you think, well, I got a letter from IRS this morning. I can't believe this has just happened. But, you know, okay, we all get those crappy letters too. But the point is that's why I say that because I'm trying to bring you back to the story that I'm talking about now because I'm trying to ask you questions in the middle of this to keep you entertained and intrigued and part of a dialogue, not a monologue. So don't fuss at me if I say that to you, if I say, listen to me, is I'm being nice, really. The reason for this is achingly clear. Instead of focusing on masculine valor, strong but beautiful women, escapism, adventure, and universal themes, we got dull Mary Sue's Lando Calrissian turned into a pansexual, Ugh. Luke Skywalker child murderer, feminist lecturers, and nonstop scolding about the patriarchy what had been the golden goose of all geese go roast less and less with each chapter and still solo outright flopped but instead of riding the ship as Disney's CEO Bob Iger has promised he was lying obviously instead of putting to an end the propaganda and insulting and alienating customers by returning to entertainment the obnoxious feminist director of Disney's next Star Wars movie is running around promising her Star Wars movie is going to going to going to Suck it says. I mean, it's kind of how, that's how I spelled it. You know, here's the problem. This, this is what we've run into, and again, this is why I'm getting questions on how to be an alpha male, because they want to come in now and destroy everything that God created to be good and to be re- received with thanksgiving by those who do believe and know the truth. And then you go right back into the articles that we talked about yesterday, how Jeffrey Epstein made his money and the big mystery at the center of it all. Jeffrey Epstein was a Mossad agent. Let's be clear about that. Read the book, Dead Men Tell No Tales. It goes into detail on this. Just like Ghislaine Maxwell was Mossad, they worked for Israel. Okay, that can't be any more blunt. They were both Jewish. They both worked for Israel. They were both dual Israeli citizens. Ghislaine Maxwell was a helicopter pilot and was authorized as a submarine captain. Where did she get those credentials from? All of this stuff is Mossad. And Mossad has been directing this money laundering scheme for decades and decades and decades as the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan has done this to all of us by destroying our culture, destroying our lives, destroying Christianity, and destroying white heterosexual males, black heterosexual males, and Hispanic heterosexual males, making all of us think that we're doing something wrong when we like women. Oh, I can't believe I'm talking about this today. This all goes back to what Austin talked about on his opening story and what CPS is coming in and saying, you can't tell your five-year-old little boy he's a boy. You know, I want to say a really ugly word right now, and I'm not going to say it. It's what I, what I think these guys are going to do to themselves. But the reality is this. These perverts that have been trained in the educational system that I talked about yesterday really believe this filth. They really believe that a little boy can be a little girl or a little girl can be a little boy. They really believe this. They are that deluded. Their brain power is that reduced from the fluoride and the drugs and all the rest of the stuff that has happened to them and all of the programming they've had through cultural Marxism, through the TV and through the radio shows and through the podcasts they listen to. This show today is so politically incorrect. It's unbelievable. And I don't, I don't give a crap. I don't care anymore. I've had enough of it. We have watched this country slide into the depths of depravity. Because we've not told the truth. This morning, Josh, a good friend of mine, his wife, Danielle, beautiful family, he had ordered our Maximum Success series and was able to find a DVD player and actually play it on. And he said he's been listening to it. He said he cannot believe how much wisdom is in it and how people don't realize the importance of what we're teaching in all these different CDs that we used to have. That's the same thing we do on this show. We try to teach you how to have a family that's going to work. We try to teach you how to have a marriage that's going to work. We try to teach you how to have children that are going to be real men and real ladies. And we try to teach you how not to put a huge emphasis on any country other than the United States of America. And that still falls under the lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is first. First in your life. Second is your wife and your husband, period. Third are your children. Fourth is your patriotism. And then, then, of course, you got your you got your family, and you got you got you got your other activities, and your workload, and all that stuff underneath all that. Don't get that stuff skewed. Don't make you think that you're not going to be fulfilled if you're a woman and you decide you don't want to work outside of the home, and that you're going to raise a family and be a wonderful mother, a wonderful wife, you know, a wonderful, you know, house manager if you want to call it that, and work your entire life in the home with your children that raise godly children to me that's the highest pinnacle you could ever have it is that's what my wife did it's the highest pinnacle she could ever have obtained and she was the author of eight books she won the u.s open she was a international martial arts champion first place in the world in the u.s open in weapons but yet her goal in her life was to be the finest mother and the finest wife she could ever be and she did that and see that's the way we're all supposed to be programmed. And I've got it. I'm sorry I'm pontificating this. Well, no, I'm not sorry I'm pontificating this morning. I'm glad I'm telling you this stuff because I've had enough of it. When I have our listeners saying, can you please teach us how to be an alpha male? Now, here's the good news. Austin and I are going to full video and hopefully next week. Michael Barrett's coming over this week. He's actually come over today at 1 o'clock after the show this morning. And we're going to set up the studio. Hopefully he's bringing cameras with us and switching equipment and all that stuff. And we're going to be able to go live on Monday on video. And then you'll see the posturing that Austin and I use if you're a young guy. You'll be able to watch us in person and see how we walk and how we talk and how we act and the mannerisms. You think, well, why do you care about that? Listen to me. Eighty percent of our communication is our body language, period. It's what it is. Eighty percent of being an alpha male is how you walk and how you talk. You know, Linda Ronstadt had a silly video she did with the Muppets years ago. And she said that you should, you'll know that they love you. she loves you by your kiss. You'll know that you're an alpha male because of how you walk. You'll know that you're an alpha male because of how you talk. You'll know that you're an alpha male because of your mannerisms. And when these children don't see any of that, they don't have any idea how to act. We learn through example. And so we're going to go to video next week, and it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. The reality is, though, we're doing the best we can at our end. And when you help us by supporting Health Masters and getting your vitamins from us, like we've told you before, we personally take these products that we make. If I could make a better product, I'd take it. I'd make it. I, I would do my best to research it, but we have the best we can make. When you support us with your dollars and you support us with your support by getting your supplements and your toothpaste and all the rest of the stuff from us, it allows us to do what we do. So thank you for that because we're all in this together because as far as me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And it's, uh, yeah, that's how I see all of this stuff. I'm digging in. I'm standing my ground. I'm drawing my line in the sand. And I thank God Almighty and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that they've given me an also the mouthpiece that we have as far as on this show to be able to talk to you guys the way we talk to you right now. We need to be godly examples in all the areas of our life of what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. And we fall short. We miss it. We've got grace. But the reality is we've got to stand our ground. The men over 50 in this country, and people like Austin who have been trained right as far as how to be an alpha male, we get it. We understand it. We realize we've got to protect our women. I'm just being blunt here, and our families and our children. That's our responsibility. And we, that means we have to physically protect them, and we have to spiritually protect them. and We have to pray for them, and we've got to put them first on our lives. It's so very important because if we don't do that, everything starts to go sideways. We find ourselves in a mess every day of our life. We don't need to do that. All right, Austin. Okay, I preached long enough. What's your next story, buddy? What, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Good Friday
0: sermon. <laughs> no, oh, it pretty much is what it was. No, nah, maybe you're spot on with a lot of that. You know, and some people may disagree and everybody's got their own opinion. I get that. That's fine. Everybody's got their own opinion on different topics. We're not all going to agree on everything. But the truth of the matter is this, is this what I said from the very beginning. We're in the middle of a war. It may not be the typical hot war that you've witnessed in footage from World War II or Vietnam, but we're in a war right now. We're in a war that's going after kids, that's going after wives, that's going after husbands. It's going after families. It's going after brothers, sisters all along. People are hurting. People are trying to figure stuff out. People are trying to work with one another. And certain things are just you know happening. This is what happens in every generation, in every world. And it's getting worse due to the fact that we're having so much outside perversion being pushed, especially in the younger generation. Not to mention, as I've told you before, it's my personal opinion, I highly think that 5G is a massive culprit right now. What I've seen from mental health from numerous people that I know, numerous people that I know, close people that I know, have had serious issues with mental health and depression and all types of other ailments that go along with those things recently in the past year or two. I don't think it's coincidence. That During COVID, when everybody was told to stay at home and don't look outside because the big bad COVID boogeyman might go through the window and get you in the face. And so you stay six feet apart from friends and family and don't have more than six people at your home. And always ironic how everything was six, 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 six everywhere you went. It was the mark of the beast. It was the mark of Satan. Everywhere you went, there were sixes. You already know what that number is. You don't know what the background is on that. It was showing you who was running the show during COVID and whether or not you were going to comply with it. It was so clear cut. It wasn't hard to figure out. At that exact same time, you had the biggest deployment of 5G Wi-Fi towers in human history, in recent history, all of history, all across the country. I would get emails from people that had been inside for the last couple of weeks and hadn't traveled, and they'd be driving down the interstate. Send me photos. Send me emails. Say, dude, I've seen like nine 5G towers in the past 30 minutes now on this interstate. Never saw them before. They're not even trying to hide some of them. Some of them, they put little tree limbs on, make them look like they're little trees, little fake trees with 5G towers. Other ones, they just blatantly put them out there. They don't even try anymore now. They're getting so aggressive. 5G, the 5 gigahertz, that entire frequency system was based in the 90s off active denial platforms that they used to test and put on top of Humvees. You can look it up. It's not hard information to find. That entire system was a weapon platform. That's what it was. And they figured, oh, by the way, we can pretend that we're going to use it for internet. It's going to make your internet high speed. Anybody else notice the internet now in 2024, Wi-Fi on phones and internet hasn't really gotten any faster than it was in 2019 You could still stream in 2019. Heck, half the time, the service still is crap in 2024. But yet they're telling you it's all so you can stream movies faster and have faster internet. So you're telling me that the $2 trillion that was spent in 5G rollout over the last four years was done for the sole purpose so we could have a little bit faster download speed when we stream a movie online that still hasn't happened yet and nobody's got faster internet? If you really believe that, dude, I got some incredibly good swampland down here in Florida that you can't build on that some people sell for a hundred thousand dollars an acre and say so you can develop it. Watched it happen. Short story, long story, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> this is down here in Florida. There's a place called Rancho, and it was an old, it was an old scam back in the 70s. And what they did was it was property that was right off the green swamp, and this guy basically bought it. He went out there and actually did some dirt roads to look like they were going to develop it. Come to find out the property was lowland. It was only could be used for recreational purposes. There was no usage. You could even put trailers out there because it would would flood out during the summer. And what he did was he got these photos and got these brochures and built these roads and trails, basically showing these how home sites that they were going to do. And he did. They, They backfilled a lot of it. They dug huge holes out in retention ponds. They actually put a little bit of money into it and they sold it to people in New York. They sold it to people in Puerto Rico. People out of state that basically weren't gonna come inspect it. And it was basically this giant project that you could come down here and you could buy these like two and three acre plots and you could go put this nice house on retirement on it. was dirt cheap. You know, you're gonna go buy you know like a five-acre plot for like five hundred dollars. Like back in the 70s that was that was still a really good price, you know people are like, oh wow it's awesome. I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars on a deed. I mean, I'm gonna own a lot with five acres build a house what happened was years later people start to come down retire. They went to go get permitting, and they realized, you're getting nothing. You're getting nothing, and you'll like it. And you were going to not even – if you didn't like it, it didn't matter if you didn't like it. You are still going to have to deal with it. And then, so that's the whole thing that 5G was. It was a whole lie. And we were told it was something that it was, and I said it from the very beginning what it was. And now everybody's starting to realize that it was nothing more than a giant weapon system that's now deployed across the country and, in my opinion, is causing a lot of disruption with people's internal frequency and balance. That's one of the reasons why I always say at night unplug your Wi-Fi routers. Unplug them. And I tell you right now, I've heard so many people call me back and text me and email me and tell me how incredibly different they sleep and how much better they sleep after they take that, especially if they take products like the Total Rest and stack it with a little bit of melatonin because sleep is crucial, my friends. You cannot discount it. Sleep deprivation only goes so long. You can do it for a short period of time. You can't. you really got to push your body and you got stuff you got to do. And you can get a couple hours every single night. And you can function like that for a few days. Long term, it is not sustainable whatsoever. The body and the brain will shut down. And you will go into what's called a delusional psychosis. You'll start seeing things. You'll start hearing things. You'll start having all types of things happen to you. And in my opinion, a lot of that is the body is becoming so disrupted and so exhausted, that my personal opinion, I think it becomes more susceptible to outside demonic entities, demonic entities, and certain things that are out there, and the body is having a hard time functioning, because it's so weak, and it becomes susceptible, that's my personal opinion, again, everybody can have their different opinions on that, that's my state on it, that's why sleep and rest is so important, that's why God said, "And on the seventh day, God rested, God didn't have to rest, he's omnipresent, he's omnipotent, he have to sit back and go, you know what, It's been a busy week building the earth. (sighs) I'm just going to go lay on the couch. I'm tired. I'm he doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep. Never has. Never will. But again, he was proving a point that the body has to rest. You've got to get sleep, and you've got to make sure you get adequate, proper sleep. And one key point of that is being able to let your body shut down, and 5G does not do that because it's so disruptive to the cells in the mitochondria. So again, do your research and understand what this stuff does, and do what you can do on your basis, because a lot of times people ask me, they say, well... The stuff in Israel, the stuff in Russia and Ukraine. What are we going to do about it? Quite frankly, right now, at where I'm at, I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not a weapons contractor. I can't physically go in and stop shipments from this stuff going over there. And even if I could, how how you possibly do that? You're dealing with Lockheed Martin and you know Raytheon and these guys. Good good luck trying to stop them. You know, multi-trillion-dollar-year industry. But the truth about it is. We can make a difference with where we're at today in our lives right now, with how you raise your children, like I just talked about earlier, with how you take care of your body, with how you feed your family, with how you protect your loved ones, with how you continually encourage one another and be positive for one another and gas each other up on a regular basis and try to encourage people to do the same with others. If one person encourages another. And that person encourages another, and that person encourages another, you start having an exponential growth of positive encouragement all across the board from one single person that made a difference to be positive and encouraging another person, and that goes all the way down the line. And that may go in 10, 15, 20 people down the line, and that one other person may have their day completely changed in a positive light because you talk to them positively or you encourage them positively can change the world of difference. So I always say, reach out to people, check on people. Sometimes, you know, sometimes people are going through stuff, check them, call them, text them. Hey man, what you doing? You know, if you know somebody's going through something, hit them up and say, hey, you want to go grab some lunch? You want to grab some food real quick? You know, let's, let's talk. I know you're going through some stuff. You know, I've had a friend of mine recently over the last couple months. You know, he's talking to me. He's a good friend of mine. And he's been asking about certain things, and he's working through some stuff in his personal life, and I've constantly tried to encourage him. I said, dude, you're incredibly smart you're very, very brilliant. You're a great looking guy. You've got a great personality. You're in great shape. I said, you can do anything you want from a potential standpoint. Don't be limited inside of a box. Don't settle with something because you feel like that's the only option you have. Always look at different options because you'll see the media and the world and all the negativity they constantly bombard everybody with. It's designed to keep people in a tiny little box. Tiny little box. Don't get out that box. Don't question the narrative. You get out that box. We're saying you're fake news. You're misinformation. You can't say nothing else. And that's why you see people, certain people in social media, you know, alternative media. They really start having a natural organic following like we've done with this show and other people that I've worked with and talked to and other people in the industry. It's because people realize they're being sincere and genuine they're telling you how to escape the matrix how to step out of the box when you start realizing that movie the matrix was way more it had way more undertones and underlines in it that people ever understood from a 1999 film that movie was so far outside of the box most people couldn't understand it they thought it was a stinking sci-fi film when you start realizing what it depicted where the energy of the human body was being drained as a battery source by these essentially these entities this AI that's controlled by demonic possession and they're draining people's energy until you get out of the matrix and you wake up. The is crazy when you understand what it was trying to portray and so many people went over their head. But again, that's where we're at. Once you wake up and you step out of the matrix and you take the red pill and you realize the power in Christ, you realize the power in words, you realize the positivity that you can push into people By talking and being encouraging and also getting your body right, that is crucial, my friends. That is one of the most effective things you've got to start with because you can have a strong mind, but if the body's weak, what are you going to do? How are you going to push? How are you going to grind? How are you going to protect? Like I said before, I've talked to some guys that are, you know, all tactical. And they're this and that. And they're, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they're 400 pounds. So if Something happens. I'm going to, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my plate carrier. I'm going to run around. I'm going to protect everybody. I'm like, dude, you can't get up a flight of stairs without any gear on, without huffing and puffing, almost passing out. How combat effective do you think you're going to be in any situation? The answer is you won't be at all. So you've got to look at situations and be realistic about them as well on what you can achieve and accomplish. That's why I'm such a proponent of simply just getting up in the morning, doing some push-ups. So many push-ups you can do? How many push-ups can you do? You ask the majority of people that, they can't even tell you. How many push-ups can you do? Can you do 25? Can you do 50? Can you do 75? Can you do 100? How many push-ups can you do in a day? There's a buddy of mine, old retired military guy. Hey, I used to be work as a ranger, and I talked to him one day, and he's like, "Dude, you ever you ever do the 500 push-up challenge?" And I said, "Not my shoulders are pretty good." He said, S- "Doesn't matter if it's five, ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty reps. Sets." He goes, "Try to do 500 push-ups in a day. 500 push-ups in one day." And the first day I tried it, dude, I got to like 400. I was gassed. And I don't mean in one set. I mean throughout the day. I was doing 50 sets just throughout the day, throughout the day, throughout the day. By the end of the day, I was pumped. Triceps were pumped, chest was pumped. And I was like, dude, I am sore. I am sore, sore. And I train on a regular basis. And I finally did it. I worked up to it. I did 500 pushups in one day, throughout, you know, 10 sets of 50 throughout the day. It it was incredible the difference you start feeling. Now, again, I'm not recommending you do that if you've got any shoulder problems, elbow problems, wrist problems. It's really unnecessary, quite frankly. But it's just something to see how far you can push your body, how far you can take something to understand your limits. Because quite frankly, what is a shame as this incredible body we've been given as a gift? It's a gift. You didn't earn it. (laughs) God gave it to you. He handed it to you and said, do what you do with it. Do your best. Do what you do. To have that gift and to never push your potential and find your limits and see what you can do. You know, I remember a while back ago, me and my buddies, we were goofing off at the gym. We were done working out. And we are like, all right, see how many pull-ups we can do. <laughs> see how many pull-ups you can do. Off the cuff, 205 pounds, done with a workout. How many pull-ups you can do in one set? And I got like 22. My other buddy got 23. I went first, which is a horrible mistake. Never do that, by the way, in this contest. He got 23. Last guy got 24. So he knew what he had to be. I remember the next day I was pumped, I was sore. And I was like, Man, I'm done, you know, twenty two full all the way up, all the way down pull ups in a while, just goofing off after a workout. But again See how far you can push yourself because what happens is when you do that, it builds confidence like that was talking about earlier. When you get into Jiu-Jitsu or Taekwondo or Muay Thai and you start understanding what it's like to strike, what it's like to get hit, what it's like to hit someone else, and you understand that feeling, it builds confidence in you because if you get in a situation that starts to escalate, you're no longer sitting there questioning what your limits are, how you can handle it. You can look at people and you can assess them. There's many a times when I've been out and about and I've gone places with friends and I've seen people that may be a bit sketchy and I'm eyeballing them and they may be eyeballing me, but you know what they always do? They never try me. They never try my group. They never try my friends because they know when we walk in and we look at them and we make eye contact, they know they may catch us in a flank But at the end of the day, they're going to get absolutely butchered. Even if we get beat up as well, it's going to be a bloodbath with everybody. And majority of people that are predators that go after people that want to go steal, rob, kill, destroy, they don't like going after people that can handle themselves. That's why they target children and women. That's why these sicko pedophile perverts like the ones you just saw released on that list. That's why they like little children. They like to dominate them because they can be something because they feel like nobody can stop them. They're sickos wood shippers were built for them these are the individuals that you have to protect your family from because these people are out there every single day looking and praying and trying to be a predator on your family and it's up to you if you're a father if you're a brother if you're a mother if you're whatever you may be it is your duty to stand up firm and protect your friends and family by any and all costs especially if you have the ability to do so and that first step it takes is having the ability and knowledge base to do so. So continue to get out there, my friends, and continue to get the truth out there on a regular basis. What
1: do you think, Dan? What's your next story? Well, I think this this whole show's turned into a giant long sermon. Yeah, I had articles.
0: <laughs> I don't know where everything went. It just this kind of just
1: escalated today. Well, no, I mean, I I guess we you know if you're trying to be led by the Holy Spirit, sometimes you have to step off. I mean, I've got. You can look at my iPad here. I've probably got 60 icons pulled up right now for shows that I want to cover today yeah. or topics I want to cover today. But, well, I get emails like that, so I guess guys that will think I'm listening. And by the way, a lot of you guys are sending me emails telling me how much you love the show and how much you learn from the show and all the rest of it. One one gentleman said he was coming down to the sun and he's got 10,000 hours and he wants to meet with me. I told him that would be great. And so, you know, when he comes out for Sun and Fun, here in Lakeland. And if you guys ever want to schedule stuff like that, if I'm in town or Austin's in town, we'll be more than happy to talk to you. I'd love to do it. Uh, by the way, one more article here, a couple, well, a couple more, and I'll give it back over to Austin. Excess deaths to depopulation. Excuse me. Shall we sit around in our incitions and permit this to happen? It's by Paul Craig Roberts. And it says, you know, why is this not Addressed in mainstream media, why it's not the top agenda in the Congress or the Parliament as far as the excess deaths we're having all over the United States right now. 5G danger. Here we go. 13 reasons 5G wireless technology will be catastrophic for humanity. See this. 5G danger cannot be overstated. Okay. Number two, depopulation. The New York Times predicts massive population reduction. See this. Fewer babies and more abandoned homes. Number three, Bill Gates plans for new catastrophic contagion you got to look at this. I'm going to let you guys look at this. I posted this. Israel expertise in pacifying the Palestinians is in high demand. My capitalist elites as populations around the world grow rest, restless. See this. How, how to kill people without having any type of moral retribution. I guess that's what we need to learn from the Israelis. Number five, the WHO plans to have 10 years of pandemics. See this. Number six, excess death analysis by John Campbell. You need to watch that one. This is a really, really good article. I want you guys to pick it up and look at it. I don't have time to go into detail on each of those topics, right? now so we're almost out of time for the show today. Now, another Biden official resigns over the Israeli policy. The actions of the White House have put millions of innocent lives in danger, policy advisor Tariq Habash claimed. The senior official of the U.S. Department of Education has resigned in protest as President Joe Biden's support for Israel, saying the administration has turned a blind eye to the atrocities against the Palestinians since the start of the war in Gaza. Well, this start of the war in Gaza hasn't been going on for the last three or four months. It's been going on for the last 20 years. It's not to mention that. And here's another interesting article from the Information Clearinghouse. It says, Kyle House," This is blood money. The top ten politicians taking the most Israel lobby cash. Imagine who number one is, that's gonna be Joe Biden with over four million dollars from Israel lobbying. Robert Mendez is two million, Mitch McConnell, almost two million, Chuck Schumer, almost two million, of course he's a dual Israeli citizen, Stanley Honer, over almost two million dollars, Ted Cruz, which no one likes him anyhow, over a million dollars in money from Israel. Rob Wyden, over a million dollars in Israel, Dick Durbin, over a million dollars from Israel, Josh Gutheimer, over a million dollars from Israel, and Sean Brown, over a million dollars from Israel. All these people are on the Israeli lobby payroll, period. APAC, American-Israeli Political Action Committee, may or may not be involved in getting this money to them. I have no idea. This is a foreign government acting with impunity on the soils of the United States. That's what this is, doing whatever they want to do to whoever they want to do it to to get their agenda pushed through. And it's sad to me that this is happening and that we have no choice but to sit here and deal with all of this stuff. Very, very, very important that we realize that the Republican Party is not who they say they are. Only 17 Republican U.S. senators have endorsed Trump for president. Only nine Republican U.S. representatives endorsed Trump. And only seven Republican governors. This indicates the Republican Party is not truly an opposition party. Now, the funny part about this is, remember, Trump is owned and bought for and paid for by the Rothschild banking cartel with all this real estate because it's primarily all financed. When Wilbur Ross bought him out of bankruptcy in 1998 through Rothschild, Inc., I'm not making this up. The company was called Rothschild, Inc., and it was through Wilbur Ross. That's not hyperbole. It's not exaggeration. That's who it was. And they bought Trump's notes, and they've owned him lock, stock, and barrel since then. He has controlled opposition. I've told you that. Yet, even though he continues to do everything wrong against what the Word of God says, he never has professed his faith in Jesus Christ. Evangelicals are still clamoring behind him because— we have nobody else to clamor behind because they're not giving us any other candidates that are going to do anything simply because they don't have the money and they're going to be slammed in the press that's also run by Rothschild. Always remember that stuff, who runs the planet. Sabbath day Luciferian, synagogue of Satan runs the planet. And once we understand that, it starts to make sense. Always remember that. You keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, for he is the author, he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. All things. I love you guys. Interesting show today. I'll have to finish up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. It
0: kind of escalated right there a little bit. <laughs>
1: but it's uh,
0: it was a good show. A lot of articles I have more stuff we'll talk about on Friday, more health stuff that I want to get into and continually, you know, encourage one another to spread the truth every day. That's why we do so much research. We constantly go through the stuff, and that's why I've talked about repeatedly. Making sure you have the information, the knowledge base, and the backing to be able to talk to people, you know. And you don't just necessarily fire hose people, like I talked about before. You don't want to go in and just absolutely just bombard people with information sometimes. But it's always good to have that little database when somebody asks you a question, and they know that you they know you know what you're talking about. They say, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that?" Oh, this is my opinion on it. This is what I think. This is the research I've shown. And people go, "Oh, interesting. I'm gonna look that up. Send me a link." And so you send them a link and all of a sudden it's like you planted that seed of truth. That seed of truth can do a massive amount of combating from the fake news and the lies that are constantly being spread, my friends, right now, because there is so much misinformation coming from the mainstream media. Like I said earlier, that new Japanese study that they're trying to show now, the new COVID variant is likely going to cause a horrific problem with cardiovascular health and heart attacks from the COVID variant. You can't come up with anything more stupider than that. When they see what's happening with the shot, we've seen the data from Pfizer. We've seen what the FDA approved now. And now you're seeing it rolling out to six-month-olds and older. So continue to encourage you, continue to get the truth out there. Be sure if you're wanting to start the new year off and really cleanse out, the GHI Cleanse 7-Day Fasting Protocol, really good formula on sale right now, the whole kit is, or you can just jump on the regular GHI Cleanse itself, that's a product I just got a can at the house, I started on it yesterday, been working on it, uh, incredibly good formula, really decreases inflammation in the body, detoxifies the body, even if you don't want to do a full-blown fast with it, you can do a meal replacement with it multiple times throughout the day, It keep your diet really, really clean, very, very... Uh, you know, as far as fibrous and loaded up with nutrients that are going to keep your body cleaned out, and then throw in the GHI cleanse one to two to three shakes a day. And so that's another way you can do it, and it'll really help your body. I've got a lot of positive results for it. You can look at the reviews on that formula on the website healthmasters.com. So I appreciate you, my friends. Continue to get the truth out there. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Stay strong and healthy. Continue to spread the truth on a regular basis. If you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us. 1-800-726-1834. Lots of different specials on the website right now, including the immune support kit as well. On sale for 5% off. That's the D3, the zinc, and the vitamin C. Definitely a staple to have stocked up in your cabinet right now. A lot of people have been getting head colds and sick and nasty stuff running around with this cold weather. So have a fantastic weekend, my friends, and we'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. I'm going you